Yep. Mike's working. Hey guys, this is AJ and John from the Unrealized Potential Podcast, welcoming you to another podcast episode. Today we will be discussing cryptocurrency with our second guest on the podcast with a proper audio format. So our sound quality should sound better. Please let us know if it's not. How's everyone's day today? Oh, mine's been great. And yours? It's been pretty good. That's good. Yeah, it's been great. Good day. So, what's your name? Who are you as a person? What is your purpose? And if you don't know what your purpose is, what are you trying to do to find your purpose? Man, these are some pretty deep questions right off the bat. <laughs> Always. Um, so, I'm Blake Gegwich. Yeah. And I'm a crypto investor. And why I'm a crypto investor is I'm a main believer of the cause. And it's not just money. It's not currency. It's an idea for me. Okay. Uh, the idea mainly being is that this is a change from a centralized de- uh, c- currency. Oh, sorry. Mouthful. To a decentralized currency. Okay. And with that, we're actually bringing back the bartering system. The bartering system. The bartering system. Oh, yeah. Like, you can trade, trade items for money or items for items. Not only are we bringing back currencies which is like online money. We're also having online items like NFTs. Okay. So interesting concept there that I think. How do you feel about cryptocurrency? I am very interested, very um, Are you know, skeptical? Illiterate, illiterate when it comes to cryptocurrency. I'm not very knowledgeable. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I guess I would be interested in, um, obviously it's, there's a lot of different cryptocurrencies now. Yeah. How do you? How would you say? How would you start deciphering between the ones that are kind of a good option and ones that are kind of just you know scams or something, whatever? So it's usually the plans and not really the hype. So if someone's like, "Look at this one, it's skyrocketing," usually you don't buy that because it might just shoot right down. But um, if they have plans for like what they're actually doing and like sponsorships and they're getting people in and they're trying to have use for the currency, mm-hmm. usually it'll go up and it'll stay up. That's what happened with Bitcoin, right? For sure. Yeah, it's trying to like shift to online payments and mm-hmm. make a new currency, which is a new thing. And now because they did that, they're worth like trillions now. Trillions or billions, I can't remember which one, but it's a lot. Yeah. What is cryptocurrency in your own terms? Like, How would you explain it to someone that's so casual? Okay. So there are two types of currency, centralized and decentralized. Yeah. Centralized is like government-owned money, so that'd be like the Canadian dollar, U.S. dollar, all that. Decentralized is stuff that's not controlled by any bank, not controlled by any specific person, so anyone can handle any transaction, and that's what uh, mining is, crypto mining. Okay. So instead of having like a huge company or a huge, like, I organization? guess organization, organization, yeah. I guess, like leading, it's a bunch of small people. Like, you can mine Bitcoin if you want right now. You can technically be, like, the controller of Bitcoin if you want. That's cool. Yeah. So, um, in saying that, um, earlier you said about the, um, the use of Bitcoin. What do you, where do you think the most beneficial areas where it's going to exceed our, uh, um... Economy or how it's Yeah, it's, it be a good use, I yeah. guess. I think it'll definitely exceed our like exceed any centralized currency because this is more worldwide than the Canadian dollar. Mm. Not everyone will accept Bitcoin or like any centralized thing. It's not guaranteed. But with Bitcoin, it has the potential to be the entire 
like, would it be? What? Market cap Market. of the entire world. If everyone chooses to accept it. So whereas normal money deflates, cryptocurrency has the chance, potential to inflate. Because you can't mine, you can't like make more Bitcoin. But you can make more like Canadian dollars and stuff. And that's where inflation and deflation kind of begin. And that's why I think Bitcoin is way more useful. Because it'll only try to go up. Yeah. So how did you get into cryptocurrency? Um, I've always had a interest in like, I guess stocks and stuff, and then I did some research outside of it. Yeah. My dad, he likes to talk about Bitcoin and all that stuff, and he mines it. So. Oh really? Yeah, that's where I got it from. Oh and, really? Um, from that, I asked some questions. I looked for sites and stuff, and lo and behold, I'm now a, like, crypto buyer, crypto investor. I guess you call it. <laughs> Definitely. How long have you been in the space for? I've only been in the space a couple months. Oh, a couple months, yeah. okay. It's, it's, a, it's a very volatile market compared to, like, everything else. Right. Because it's so new, right? Like, um, the war in Ukraine. It's really bad. And it also affects, like, the entire world around it. I guess that's all stocks. But this takes a larger loss compared to basically everything else. Mm. Because it's not as stable. It's a little more skeptical. Yeah, that's probably why people are more skeptical, because it's more likely to fall, it's more likely to rise. You see, like, the main arguments I hear or from people that I talk to about cryptocurrency is their main issue with it is the fact that, like, you don't, like, they're like, well, where's the real value coming from? And also, another main contributor is the fact that it leaves a huge carbon footprint on the world. Ah, okay. So, um, my counter-argument to the pollution is while yeah there is a lot of people like a lot of computers like heating up the world because of how much it has to load if you've seen like warehouses and stuff just filled with these computers that yeah. probably heat up the entire planet if it had a couple of years um that my argument is like how much more damage is it than banks like printing money and using like polluting that way like i think it doesn't deal as much damage as a centralized currency does yeah. That's also why I'm thinking, this is more green, but people may be against that. And to I say, well, how is how are banks cleaning? I, yeah, I guess you could even say that, like, when you have physical currency, you have to transport that. Yeah. And how does stuff get transported? Trucks, vehicles, something that's polluting usually. Usually, yeah. It's very. There's so many variables that can run into it. Yeah, it's it's a difficult one. You see. I think it would be, like, really um, beneficial, too, is if we ended up colonizing another planet. I think it would be a lot easier to do digital, digital currency than actually, you know, having to ship all our physical mm. needs to another planet. But, yeah. again, I don't know the logistics behind that. I'm not an expert. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, I sat there thinking about it before. So. <laughs> yeah. Could you see yourself trading in the crypto market as a full-time job or more just more of a side hustle? Um, it'll probably be as profitable as people who are like stock brokers and stuff yeah. like that. So there's definitely potential there. Um, I've seen a lot of ways people can make cryptocurrency. A lot of ways people can like make more money with their money. There's like, there's not a limited amount of ways to make money with this, which makes it more probably useful than any centralized system. Good question. Um, with, uh, crypto... Do you think it would be more beneficial than to 
mine your own or to just start investing in different ones like just buying them instead of mining your own um so the thing is is um there's many ways to actually mine many cryptocurrencies you don't have to just mine like bitcoin or ethereum right you can mine like they're can we swear Keep it, to, keep, it, keep it to a minimum, but Okay, yes. they're called shit coins. Yeah. You can you can mine shit coins, and there's a chance they'll go up more. Yeah. Which is, like, really crappy coins. And then, yeah. Like, you don't have to just mine Bitcoin and Ethereum, like I said. Yeah. And what was the other question? So, I was just saying, would it, do you think it would be better to mine it, or just to buy it yourself? Like, buy it and trade it, Like, invest it, into of. it. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. From what I would say, it's actually better to do both. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because Diversify if you, like... Diversify a little bit. Yeah, exactly. So, why did you choose cryptocurrency over stocks and real estate? Is there any main reason? Yes, actually. Um, I find that since it's um, it's more like bleeding edge than like stocks and stuff. Yeah. There's more opportunity since it's newer. Okay. And because there's more opportunities, of course, I'm gonna take that choice. So, you have to be a little more open-minded than when you're going into stocks. Yeah, yeah, I but get I that. But I find the pay payout is like colossal. Like, in the first month that I started investing, I literally, I think I quadrupled how much I made. So I started out with, um, how much did I start out with? I think I started out with 2000 and I ended up with, like, 8000 Really? And a couple months later, I was, like, back down to 4000 Like, it's, there's no consistency. Yeah. Yeah, so you need to, you can't let your emotions control you, but once you master that, you should be rolling in dough. <laughs> Also, do your research. That helps, too. Yeah. <laughs> do you see yourself branching into other investments at some point? Like, would you like to stay just in cryptocurrency, or would you like to branch off into stocks and real estate? I was actually thinking of um, branching into um, index real estate funds. Yeah, that's, that's my plan, too. Yeah, I wanted to leverage money yeah. and then use it to pay for REITs. And, yeah, real estate yeah, investment funds. Yeah, income like that, because that's... That's a pretty good way to make money without having to use your own money. Yeah. Which is what you need in this world. Use other people's money. Definitely. That's crazy. Um, do you see yourself investing with cryptocurrency in the future? Like, way? And it's, it's hard to predict this, but, like, do you see yourself sticking with cryptocurrency down the future? Or do you just think it'll be more of a short-term thing for you? Um, I don't think crypto will ever be, like, a short-term thing. Yeah. Because, like, if you buy it, you're probably in it for the long run, right? Yeah. Like, no one... I don't think there's anyone that buys a small amount of crypto and sees how it goes. There are people who buy stuff for fun, but you one would argue those aren't, like, real investors. Those are just people who are gambling. Yeah. It depends on how much research you do, right? If you do more research, you're probably more likely to buy and, right? I have a lot of faith in what's happening here. Even though it is going down right now, this is, like, revolutionary right yeah. now, right? So I need to buy into the revolution. I respect that. <laughs> so what are the some of the strategies you've used or been using, if you don't mind disclosing that? For oh, I buy into the dip. Every time it goes down, you just buy some more. Yeah, so when it goes down, it gets cheaper, right? Yeah. So you just buy a little bit at a time. If it ever goes lower... You just keep buying. And the more it dips, the more money you'll make once it finally goes up. Because what you're trying to do is you're trying to buy it at its dip, right? Yeah. So if you buy every time you think it's at the dip, 
then eventually when it goes up, you'll make a profit from it. So it's key to buy consistently more than just like sporadically, right? Yeah. So that's what I try to do, like little bits at a time. Okay. So did you, when you started, did you put a, like a lot in? Oh yeah, yeah. definitely. You just, you just like, full send it? <laughs> when I was, um, when I first started, I, I, I probably put in like two grand at least, just like first week. Damn. <laughs> yeah, because um, I didn't know any better, right? Yeah. So it was like, it was buying up. I was like, okay, I got to buy now. And then down the road, it just went. So I lost like a lot of money, realized, no, I can't be emotional. So now I'm working with a new strategy and it's going better. What's the, what's the new strategy? Just buying into the dip. Just buying into the dip? Okay. Yep. I respect that. So do you, uh, do you like to stay with like a, a few certain coins that you kind of stay with or do you like to really spread out and try to find those new ones oh so um for me uh usually you want to have like a little bit of the big coins bitcoin ethereum because those will always like they, they're more dependable yeah they're they're more guaranteed to like just go up and stay up right yeah. and then you gotta buy like your your mid-risk coins which will be um like ma- basically like the top 20s i guess you can say and then like after that there's meme coins they don't really have any potential but they're funny yeah so um i have what's it called like doge elon coin mm-hmm. and that's um i have 44 trillion which translates to like 15 bucks <laughs> <laughs> um if if any of those coins ever reach like one dollar i'll be a trillionaire but not gonna happen but i can dream right so <laughs> <laughs> so what like what type of coins are you investing into right now um, so I got one Kronos, which is okay. from Crypto.com. That's the site I use for buying and selling. Okay. Since I'm already, like, knee-deep in this stuff, I might as well buy into the coin that they run, right? Yeah. It's a good company. I got Bitcoin. I got Ethereum. I like to, um, stake that. So basically, I loan it out to Crypto.com, and I make money over time. So I think I make, like, 6.5%, like, per year yeah. for staking my Bitcoin. Really, so you make interest on having Bitcoin kind of like in the bank then? Yeah. Kind of deal. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, wow. so um, I think it's pretty cool. So yeah. you can buy that. You can buy, what is it called? You can buy stable coins, yeah. Yeah. Um, kind of like buying the U.S. dollar. And um, you can stake that at around 10%. So um, if you find a way, there's many ways to loan out for as low as like 8 to 1%. I've seen 1% song certain crypto sites yeah. you can make like a nine percent profit off of this stuff off your loans so take that as you will what even is staking like how do you do that it's kind of like loan okay. like when you loan from the bank you're kind of like doing the opposite now you're you're loaning to the bank okay if that makes sense yeah that does yeah instead of paying the bank for their money the bank's paying you for your money exactly that's pretty sweet that's a twisted <laughs> reality yeah, yeah. It's way better than stocks, I would say. Way more potential. Yeah. It's called stable coins for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> so what? This is this is gonna be the really interesting part. So what are some of your like, like coins that you really like are interested in? You like or coins that you really do not believe in? I really do not believe in like Dogecoin. I think if you've ever heard of it, it's yeah, basically I've heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> one of the first coins to ever come out. And not to bash anyone that has Dogecoin that's watching. 
but I don't see any potential with that. There's maybe some, but I highly doubt it's going to go up much more than it already has. Can you start it on Reddit or something like that? Watch, I say that and it's going like to quadruple, and then I'm going to look like an idiot. You got to watch out, Blake. Some of those Dogecoin investors might... Oh yeah, they're heckling you, bro. <laughs> they're gonna start making fun of me. <laughs> I hear, I hear, like the the cryptocurrency community is like cutthroat, like it's really just like divided. Like a lot of people are just like, oh, if you invent, like if you're, they'll really just like completely just destroy you if you're not like investing into what they deem. I can't, I can't think of any. Like any... from at least any any like I've I've listened to some podcasts with them. Some guys who like day trading crypto, and like they say, like once you're um, day trading crypto, it can get really like really cutthroat in there. Oh yeah, just like cut contact with yeah. those people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For sure. You don't need people roasting while you're trying to make money. Money, yeah. <laughs> um. So, like, what's your general opinion on the hate which like crypto receives, and how would you respond to those people? Like, what? How would you influence people that? might be interested in trading in crypto but are really skeptical um to that i say what's the difference between a stock and like cryptocurrency because a lot of these cryptocurrencies they have like proof that they're real right yeah you're more likely to buy into a business with a cryptocurrency than like just to buy a random meme right yeah so what's the difference between a crypto business and a normal business to them so, just being the old person here, um, uh, so I guess like just to play like devil's advocate a little bit, like I, I really am interested and I, I I do see myself getting into it in the future for sure. Um, but just on the other side, kind of like I guess in stocks when you're like investing in a business, right? You can kind of see the Google the business, see the see if what they're operating see if they sell products or whatever. I just find, um, maybe it's just because I don't know where to look, but finding research on kind of the cryptocurrencies and like, um, yeah, like what kind of, how do you know something's like a, like a stable coin, as you said before, like how, yeah, I don't know, I guess I just can't, um, it's hard when you can't necessarily see something. Like you can see it on the, it's on the blockchain chain, and maybe you could explain the blockchain a little bit more to me. But um, yeah, I don't know. What do you? Yeah. What so what's the like? Let's start with what's the blockchain. Okay. So the blockchain, it's um. Pretend you have a tree, right? Yeah. You have like a main coin, and then you have from the roots all of the other coins that are underneath it. Yeah. So um, example, imagine Bitcoin, one huge tree. Yeah. And then right under that, all the roots is like all the other cryptocurrencies. Yeah. That's what makes Bitcoin so expensive is yeah. it roots from everything. So Bitcoin is kind of like the start of the blockchain or it's kind of like the... It, it, it is, is the blockchain. It is the it blockchain. It is the blockchain. It is the right. blockchain. So like, is that like an invulnerable thing? Like it can't be like hacked into and destroyed? Or manipulated. Because, or, right? See, I'm not too sure about manipulate but it's not a system there are people that hack like mining and stuff right and one can say yeah it's not safe because of that right but pretty much anyone can go rob a bank anyone can go like steal 
Bitcoin. So yeah. I think no matter what, you have to assume risk right. if there's money involved. Like, you may lose money, but For sure. I would say it's really hard to track down, like, people mining Bitcoin. Mm. Because there's people that, like, walk along the streets yeah. and they have, like, ways to detect heat. Like, people, what was it, like, heat? heat vision rays okay they yeah, got yeah. they like they have these goggles and they're like looking into people's houses trying to figure out who's mining what <laughs> there's to, like, no way dude oh yeah it's crazy so what they do they walk along the streets with these like goggles i don't know how they get caught don't get caught yeah and they look for like heat traces heat signatures like really big heat signatures mm-hmm. and once they find one they try to get into like their internet stuff like they try to get into their network right. and then they try to like siphon the bitcoin and stuff out mm, of their right. out of their machines without them knowing <laughs> yeah yeah that's the scary that's the the thing that's scariest for me because like I um I'm not super tech savvy right and like the thought of someone being able to take advantage of me online it's it's like there every time you go on the internet yeah. obviously but like, when it's your investments, it's it just makes it even scarier. But but no, I do. Um, yeah, I'm very interested in seeing how it moves forward for sure. It seems like how long has Bitcoin been out? It's been years, like, like over. Years. What is it? Is it ten years old? I don't even know. Didn't it come? Or, I thought. I, did it come in like? I thought it was like more recently, like 2017, 2018. I think it's been around longer than Has that. it been longer yeah, than I that? Think so. It might have just not been, like, publicized. I think 2017, 2018 was, like, when people kind of realized I should have bought this like, earlier. This like is when a it jumped to, <laughs> yeah. when, I, when it jumped to, like, 800, I think, is that time frame. Yeah. But okay. I could be wrong. Yeah, like, to touch back on John's point, I think what he was trying to say was, like, okay, I don't have the terms right with me, obviously, but, like, right with, with stocks, you have the graphs. You can do, like, your, um... You can understand your investment through looking at graphs, but then you can also dive into the companies, like physically look at their reports, their financial statements, how those organizations are ran. Right. So that's why I think that's what he was like trying to oh, get okay. with that. So I completely get that now. So um, like, because you can only really look at graphs, right? Like you like, or can you look at like? The history of a coin, how did it come into being, and how it's managed, etc. Oh yeah, you can. Oh, so um, you can. Yeah, so there can. are. Fi- is there financial reports for coins? Um, there, there's like graphs and all that too, right? Yeah, there is graphs. Yeah, I see that typically. Um, there are some people online that will do financial reports, but I don't know the credibility of that stuff. Okay. I don't really trust that stuff. I mostly, with the site that I have, I pretty much look at a new coin. I look up the coin and I just do like my own research, and then from there I gauge if it's going to go up or down or not yeah okay so yeah that's what so do. you're into like i think it's quantitative analysis is that quantitative analysis. yeah that's what it is and then the other one is fundamental analysis where you look at the, like the financial statements that's yeah. those are the terms yeah mm-hmm. okay because yeah i was talking to a, a stock guy too and he says that he prefers using quantitative mm-hmm. um and uh yeah quantitative analysis instead of fundamentals just because like well the financials have to be updated and there can be more errors meanwhile like a graph's more um like a graph's constantly being updated and you can really just focus on the graph right so right but it does seem that um it is one of those investments where it's almost like the amount of growth that we've already seen you know like 
it's almost at the point where it's like you're stupid if you don't invest at least a little bit yeah, that's of what your I'm saying. Yeah. portfolio into it, you know? Oh, yeah. So um, I think right now, like, it always tends to do this in, um, do you know what a bear market and bull market is? Yeah. So right now... What is a bull, bull and a bear market for the to For people who don't know or are new to, like, investing and stuff, a bear market is when stock is kind of in a depressive state, or I guess, yeah, well, all stocks and stuff are in a depressive state. It'll start to go down, and this is usually more short-lived than, like, a bull run, which is a positive. So it'll last maybe, like, an average of 9.7 months, I think they hammered it down to. Yeah. So um, a bull run usually is, like, four years, and this is usually what falls immediately after. And right now, bear bull markets are usually like four years around there and i think we're in the middle of a bear market right now so while everyone's looking at this like yeah i'm glad i didn't buy bitcoin or anything like that it's like why aren't you buying it right now then right now right yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's um if i'm correct it's jumped down to like 39,000 40,000 really? yeah that's that's crazy that's probably the lowest it's ever gonna be yeah. wow so if you're out there <laughs> buy it <laughs> So where do you go to buy crypto? Would it be just on any like a well simple app, or would it? Um, I have an app on my phone. That's uh, crypto.com. Crypto.com. Oh, okay, yeah. A lot of ways. So you can probably buy it online. You can buy it any app you want. Right. You know, for sure. Yeah. Oh, nice. Get um, in, guys. Come on. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just um look at some like my major questions um. Yeah, okay, this is actually a great point to talk upon. How do you feel about cryptocurrency scams? Because I feel like that's giving crypto a, a terrible rep right now. Like, I know someone at work that got his account hacked on Instagram. And it's it's really going crazy on Instagram. Like, okay. people going in comment sections, literally just bots or people spamming comments or DMing you. Yeah, someone I know got hacked. And, um, yeah, he put, put, oh, click this link. And then his friends clicked on that link and they got hacked and it's just like it's it's terrible and like that's where the only that's where i would say the only positive part i see about the government stepping in is there would be a lot less of like just there would there would be more regulation so there wouldn't be as much scams right because i feel like that really discourages a lot of people especially newer investors as well oh yeah definitely um for that i say the scamming and stuff you have to be kind of like smart you have to be witty you have to really think if you don't want to get scammed right so while you do have to think you kind of have to be smart yeah i think that's a small price to pay for the reward that comes with crypto because mm -hmm. you're kind of assuming the risk when you buy stuff like that like yeah. making sure people not getting into it that's the first thing if you have anything of value people are going to try to take it right? yeah that's true so it's always just think don't really understand why people would like i feel like social media should like stop getting in the way of stocks because they'll probably control how people want to think about crypto and that's why i think a lot of people are skeptical about all this stuff is they see all these horrible things on instagram all this horrible stuff on social media on social media and it, it really has a bad rep but it's made a lot of people money it's it's been a lot of good for people as well and i think 
people should maybe look more on the positive side of this. Because this is a positive thing, whether mm. you want to believe it or not. Yeah, it's like where I'm headed with like my portfolio is like I would want five to ten percent of my portfolio because it's just like the way I see things going in the future is like, well, we're just gonna be more digitalized in the future. Oh, like yeah, that's yeah. that's what's gonna happen and it's like well, you can deny or you could think that it's not going to happen, but I mean look at like everything that's been happening in the past couple of years with technology. Like they're already trying to push for like automation in the medical field and that's really freaky. Oh yeah. Like, so I'm just like, that's why I, I personally will. Because a lot of people are like, oh, don't get in the cryptocurrency. And it's like, I'm going to make my own opinion for myself. Because yeah. I always hear, like, people talking about it. Like, even with NFTs, okay, like, my girlfriend was actually going to get into NFTs before all, like, the crap came with it. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, we were just talking, and I was even like, okay, I'm going to double down and learn about NFTs. And I can understand why people don't like them. And it's like, it, it's reasonable. But at, at the same time, I definitely think it's kind of ridiculous because I found a lot of people that, like, in person, I'd be like, okay, well, what, what's an NFT? And they'd just be kind of like, they'd shit on it, but then they would have no reason as to why they don't, they don't even know what an NFT is. So it's just like, understand what you're talking about before you bash on it. Yeah, that's fair. So, um, I would say an NFT, we have, like, the digital currency and with the digital currency, we kind of need, like, digital things, right? Yeah. So this is going back to, like, the bartering system because now you can pay money for things and now you can get things for money mm. and now you can get things for things and you can get money for money. So we're kind of bringing, like, this weird, chaotic economy aspect into this. Yeah. And it's kind of shaky, yeah. But we're, we're like, we're kind of, like, undoing it. We're, like, this close to the future boom caveman times we all like we're trading stuff now yeah. it's getting weird but that's that's the good part about it is that all that weird stuff all that weird internet wacky stuff yeah you're you're suddenly get on all the all the good stuff out of it all the people that are like weird and stuff they're they're making this stuff work so as a weirdo i'm i'm <laughs> fully supportive of nfts like cryptocurrency all of that for it yeah. Are you into a couple NFT projects right now? Oh yeah, right now. Yeah, definitely. What are you into? So um, I got one. This was like my first one. I thought it was super cool. Um, it's called Baller Bears. <laughs> sounds. I, it sounds familiar. It, I I don't uh I don't name these. Oh yeah, all those <laughs> names are just like super crazy like. Um, yeah, they're pretty super cool. Super over the top. Anyways. They got um, they got like passive money. So like pat. Was it? They came up with their own coin. It's called Honey Token. Okay. Yeah, and it's pretty cool. Um, I bought it when it was around like ten cents, or you get like, yeah, it was ten cents, and you got like ten honey each day. So basically, dollar a day. And I thought it was the coolest thing ever. I got one. It's called Beach. What is it? Exotic Apes versus Beach Bums. And I thought this was the coolest one ever, because these guys figured out how you can like travel around the world go on vacations for very like a very cheap price so yeah it was like 70 percent off and the idea was is if they found a way to like get you to some place really cheap you'll find ways to spend money elsewhere so they have all these dealings all these sponsorships around the world gotcha and um do i have any others um i have another one it's called royal eggs okay and um these ones have really cool art. It's like a 3D generated egg. And you know what a Fredberg egg is? It's like really fancy 
like encrusted with gems. Oh, but, Fabergé egg? Yeah. Yeah, fe- yeah, yeah. Okay, I don't know how so to say it. <laughs> <laughs> and, weird name anyways. Yeah, it's like super fancy egg. And the coolest part about it was you can like, you can, if you have the NFT of the egg, mm. um, in the future they're planning on making a way so you can buy it. And I thought that was, like, the coolest thing ever. Like, I want one. Yeah. So, I bought two in the hopes of one day getting those eggs. So, nice. once they announce it, I'll be, like, first one to buy the egg. Yeah, for sure. It's <laughs> awesome. So, yeah. So, so with NFTs, um, so, basically, they, they can only be bought with crypto, right? Is that mainly? Because then that's how it gets tracked through the blockchain, and you know that that is your NFT, and it's... Yeah, how much time do we get? Oh, we still got three minutes, so we're chilling. Uh, so, um, with NFTs, the only way I'm pretty sure you can spend crypto is, like, not crypto, sorry, you can buy NFTs is through crypto, and it's, like, right. certain, like, crypto coins. So, I think the main ones are Terra and Ethereum. Oh, I got, yeah, I got you. Yeah, so they're the main, and then they got their own, like, blockchains and all that stuff, and it's kind of crazy. Yeah. Like, what are some of the major ways you decipher, like, something that's more of a fraud and something that's, like, a stable coin or NFT, though? So, usually you look at what their plans are. So, um, with cryptocurrency, if it's, like... If it's something, like, super, like, arbitrary and, like, nonsense, then typically it might be more of a fraud. Yeah, so if it's, like, if you buy this coin, it'll be worth something in Mars, then you're, like, no, man. Like, we're not... We're not there yet. Why are yeah. you trying to make a coin for it already? Yeah. But if it was something like, oh, we're backed with these companies or something like that, and you realize, oh, they're they're trying to make a coin that's for something, right? Mm-hmm. Like, coins with cause are probably the best coins, right? Because you can use them. But meme coins, they're like, the only way they make money is through hype. The more people buy it, the more it's worth, right? Yeah, so, gotcha. So that's usually how you tell is if it's... if. This also goes for NFTs. If it has more utility than, like, hype, then, you know, they're trying to make something. You can also tell by the community, too. Like, a lot of these NFTs, they have, like, Discords, they have Instagrams, they have Twitters, all this stuff. And if they're, like, posting stuff and they're sharing their plans and they're trying to... um, Also, if they dox their own, like, team, like, you can see who's behind all the work, that's a good way you can tell if they're um, a legitimate legitimate people right yeah so i think all the all the nfts i have all the cryptocurrencies i have i think all the teams and stuff they're doxxed so that means we all know who they are we all know who's behind it um only person i don't think we know fully who's behind it is um what's his name sakoshi natamoto yeah sakoshi yes some anonymous man on the internet by goes that that goes by that name. No one has seen him. It's just a name. So and he's the guy who started Bitcoin, right? Yep, guy who started Bitcoin. Secret man. Is uh, he like? <laughs> is he like a like? How do I word this? Is he like interact with much of the crypto community? Or is he just like a ghost? I think he's like a ghost that occasionally speaks with yeah. people on his own terms. Like he'll he'll probably like give some speeches, but. He has, like, a distorted voice, you know, distorted face. You, you can't tell who he is. Oh, okay. It's basically, like, anonymous nice, all yeah. over again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd really have to look into that. That's actually interesting. 
Because I saw the name floating around, but yeah, I just I never knew. I just heard he was pretty wealthy. Oh, yeah. That's probably <laughs> yeah. why he's anonymous, right? Yeah. Doesn't want people bugging him. Yeah, I, I respect that. If I made Bitcoin, I'd want to be anonymous, too. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, myself a little island in the stew. <laughs> so, what are some of the possibilities you think cryptocurrency will offer within the next decades? I think it'll be... I, I think it'll just be, like, the norm. Like, you're going to have cryptocurrency, and then you're just going to wonder why you haven't bought it earlier. Yeah. Because, I th- like I said, I think it's just a revolution. Yeah. Like the way currency was when it first came out or like the way everything basically has been a revolution up to now. Yeah. I think this is no different. This is just change that people need to get accustomed with. So the faster you get accustomed with it, the faster you get an open mind, the faster you do all this stuff, the more better off you'll be because the more you'll learn, the more you'll be ahead of other people. Definitely. Yeah. No, I'm all for that. Just learn as much as you can. That's, well, it's great talking to you because uh, yeah, you know more than I do. And yeah. There you go. <laughs> I'm, I'm learning stuff. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, there's like a small part of me that's just like really wanting to get right into crypto when I can. Like right when I right, I know the day of I'm gonna get into an ETF. I still have to look into it, but yeah, like there's a small part of me that wants to just get some just a bit of crypto that's just to have it. Yeah. Do you? This is a great interesting topic on the. Of both of you so like as the years go by the decades and this is hard to speculate but do you think with the way cryptocurrency might revolutionize society do you think that would encourage banks to make their own coins oh yeah definitely yeah they're gonna well the thing is is no matter how hard they try they're never gonna be a cryptocurrency because it's like a bank saying we created our own cryptocurrency, but it's still centralized. We still control it, right? Yeah. So that's going to be very hard for them to do. I don't think they'll ever live up to Bitcoin. They'll never live up to any coin. Really. Yeah. I don't think anyone would want to buy a bank coin, buy a TD Bank coin. <laughs> yeah, I think even in, like, the Chinese government made their own, I think they banned all crypto in China and they made their own coin. But, like... At that point, she said, government's currency. Yeah. <laughs> it's a communist coin. Right? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. See, I think it. I think it's pretty, like, fascinating when they just ban, every like, all the coins. Because it's like, well, if people, if, let's say, China, there's, like, a huge market for trading and cryptocurrency, it's like, well, they would, that would help their economy. Because people would be more incentivized making money and then maybe spend that money but but they would lose control, control. yeah and they it's, want to, yeah they want control, control versus yeah money money yeah definitely pretty blessed to be able to live in you know a country that you know freedom is we could start this podcast yeah. <laughs> oh yeah freedom to start the podcast freedom to talk about china and their commie coin you're right exactly <laughs> and not get our door bashed in <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Like there, some parts in Asia, how there's so much limiting factors of freedom. Like, I saw something happening like recently somewhere in Asia. I forget where it was. Where like, they everyone was just like lo- like locked in their uh, hotels and like their living spaces, and there were drones just flying around. Like, ma- like 
pretty much recording them, making sure they weren't doing anything. Like it was crazy. Well, Shanghai, I think. They yeah, that that's where it was. Yeah. I think Shanghai. Oh. Yeah. They were like yeah. forcing. They were like bolting people's doors shut. It was like. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Nasty. Like, if there was like a, a COVID outbreak in a hotel complex, they would just like shut the hotel complex down. Bring in, they would bring food and everything. Yeah. Oh my but God. like, just completely totalitarianism. And it's just like, that's scary. <laughs> yeah. Imagine like you're just like, test came back positive. They tell you, and then like drones come and people rush in your doors, slam all the doors shut, like barricade it up. You can't leave, and then like. Occasionally, they'll open up your window and like give you like some a plate of food. It's like like you guys ever seen Monsters Inc. Oh yeah. Whenever they have like a sock on them. <laughs> oh, that's my team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's yeah. It's it's really like being in countries like Canada and like the United States. It's like really take a lot for granted. Oh yeah. Like definitely. a lot for granted because it's just like. When you hear about some of the things that happen in the world, and you're just like, yeah, wow, like you, you just you'd be like, that seems really like just unethical, and that wouldn't happen, but it does. Yeah, no, it's pretty crazy. So, what are some of the major advantages and disadvantages of trading in cryptocurrency? Um, so this is a double-edged blade, and it's the, like the instability that some of these coins have. Yeah, like you can buy them when they're super low. And really quickly, you can make a lot of money, right? But just as fast as you can make the money, you can definitely lose the money too, so. Yeah. There's there's always that. And um, I always find there's, it's way, like, it's super diverse. If you want, you can actually go make your own cryptocurrency too. You just need to find the exact same, like, whatever you want to program your coin to be. You can just go program it and then you can publish it. No one will probably trust you, you know, some random dude made a coin. Don't know how credible it is, but. If you do happen to have some utility for it, do happen to have some people that would trust it, that coin can definitely make you, like, millions, billions. How does someone go about making a coin? Like, if, if Jonathan wanted to start, let, let's say, tomorrow, a cryptocurrency for Cedar Ridge, like, how do you make that credible? Well, to start, you need to know some programming. Hire yeah. developer. There you Hire go. Developer. <laughs> Hire developer. You need to know some code, of course. Yeah. Um... I don't actually know the process. I've never made yeah, a crypto well, yeah, coin. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Make a Blake coin. <laughs> Black I've, coin. I found that, like, it's really interesting to me how, like, the crypto and NFT space are working kind of together. Yeah. Because, like, the more I look into NFTs, the more I look, it, it kind of seems like, you know, you're buying into kind of like a organization or kind of like a group of people who are like-minded. And at that point, like... That's exactly what a corporation is, right? Yeah. It's just like, but a corporation's basis is just profit. Where okay. with NFTs, you know, the, um, it's like you can make the utility whatever you want, right? Mm -hmm. You can make it something that's not only profit, it's actually maybe like bettering the world or helping society or something like that. Yeah. The, the way I see it is it's kind of like crypto and I guess like Web 3.0. Is what this all is. Yeah, it's like a different world. You know what I mean? Like this Metaverse? is planet two. This is Earth two right yeah, here. Pretty much. And yeah. like pretty much everyone that's new to this, we're like the cavemen, right? Yeah. We're like the primitive, like, and humans trying to like figure out what this machine that is Web three is. So, as like everything builds and everything develops, we become more like sophisticated, and that's what I think 
we're buying into is I want to be the caveman. I want to be like one of the first people there. Yeah. And then you'll look back into history and you'll just be like, people will be like, well, why didn't I ever get into this? Yeah. And what? Cryptocurrency wasn't a thing? Like, yeah. Well, like, if you think about how we use money nowadays, yeah. Like, there was a time when the dude just brought the chicken to the guy who had the potatoes and they did a swap and they just yeah. traded. And then, you know, government started getting to play. They obviously, I don't know, currency's been around for a while, but like ancient Romans and I think the Egyptians probably had start, were starting their own currency. And now it's like, you, know, you wouldn't even imagine bartering in yeah. a store or something like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's definitely not heard of, but there's definitely people like There's people that, yeah, people try bartering oh. <laughs> at groceries. Let me tell you, people barter at grocery stores and fast food places when you work there. Trust me. I work at Delhi. No one's ever bartered with me. No. No, there's one guy came up to me. Want my money back? Like really? Yeah, I don't even. I just cut meat, man. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a few customers who try and barter with me with price, and that's usually not a very good conversation. <laughs> yeah. I've had some terrible experience experiences over the year where it's just like, especially in fast food. Like I'll always recall this lady comes through and she just like want did not want to pay pay a quarter for an extra sauce. And was like sitting there for a couple minutes, and I'm like, I, I can't do anything. Please, please just, please just either pay for the sauce and go, or just go. And it's just like it's such a rough time in some cases. It's just like, oh my goodness. Or like the one thing that when I used to work in fast food all the time was like how stores are different. Like they'd always ask for like a senior discount, or like they would try. They'd be like, oh, will you just like give me a discount? And I'm just like, I just want cashier, bro. <laughs> I can't really do much here. I just do what they tell, tell me. me. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so this is a this is a great topic to kind of end on because we're almost done. This um, episode is. So, what is your defense of trading in the crypto market? Where do you say? What would you say to people who are skeptical skeptical just because of environmental issues? I I think we kind of touched on this earlier, like the entire, like does do banks harm more than yeah. like crypto mining and i would say there are some cryptocurrencies out there that claim to be green like they they don't harm the world as much they don't they they aren't even centralized they don't have people mining it and trying to make money off of it right. um so that's kind of what i would say is there are always people that are gonna like try to mine coins mm -hmm. and yeah that's where most of the harm is coming from yeah. but I think once there's enough people in the market for a green coin, mm -hmm. people are going to try to make green coins more. Mm -hmm. I think that's what Terra is. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah um, I heard about Terra. Yeah, it's a green coin. So, yeah. And you mentioned the one NFT that you, were, you got into is that it generates its own coin. Is that what it was? Yeah, it generates its own coin. So is it doesn't seem like you're mining to generate that coin, is it? It's just you holding that NFT or... I I don't even hold the NFT. Oh, okay. Someone okay, else yeah. holds that for me, and ah. I get the money from it. Oh, just <laughs> yeah, because okay, you're bought into it? Um, like... So, the way I look at it is, like, you don't buy an NFT. You never own an NFT. Uh, you yeah. just have, like, a receipt, right? You're right. So, yeah, I just true. have, like, this little receipt, and apparently it tells me I earn, like, a dollar a day. Right. So. Definitely. <laughs> huh. Nice. Where does this benefit, like, the people who are, like, providing the NFTs, though? Like, um, 
People who are providing the energy? Yeah. Like, where does that benefit them? Um, they actually um, can make some of the profit off of it, too. Okay. So they kind of get, like, a creator fee and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, gotcha. So, like, the guy who made, like, Board Ape Yacht Club, he must be rolling in dough. Yeah. Right? <laughs> 10% of each NFT sold, he's making millions right now. So the Board Ape Yacht Club, that's, like, if you have a Board Ape, then you, you get invited to, like, yacht parties and stuff like that, or is... Yeah, that's pretty much the point, is you have, like, you're invited to a Discord, and you have, like, exclusive stuff that's given to it. That's what NFTs is. It's basically, join our club. Here's a picture of a bear. Yeah. Welcome to the party. That's kind of what it's like. And some yeah. of these have, like, utility, too. You're not buying into a group. Some of these, um, I've seen, like, art, just normal art, that is being sold just to support an artist. So, this is definitely good for people that you know, want to be artists, but find that maybe the NFT space makes more than, like, art. So it's peddling potential for other people. Um, song producers, uh, you can sell your music as an yeah. NFT. And uh, you can completely bypass, like, I guess what How, are they like, late, like, label labels, because a lot of yeah. people have been getting taken advantage by their labels. Oh, yeah, so this, this makes it so... Labels completely gone. It's just people and the producers. That's all yeah. it is. So I find with NFTs, this is definitely a positive space for a lot of people. Mm. But people just want to look past that. Look at the scammer. It's like when Kanye or Ye put it, like when he really was releasing Donda 2, he put it on a different platform. It's called, it's called like MP or something. And a lot of people were mad because oh, you had to pay like 100 bucks to listen to the project. But it was just to like cut out the label. And it was to kind of more, re it was to kind of um, give other artists um, confidence to kind of move towards this platform so labels would have to smarten their ways and stop taking advantage of their artists. Mm. Because if they sw swap over to this other platform and they can't make any like profit or revenue from this, then all their, like, their future just kind of drains away. Oh, yeah. I find this is like a really good fail safe for like the real world. Because all the people that get taken advantage of, like, crypto and NFT, it's like a workaround, right? So, in some places, crypto's not a taxable asset. Yeah. So, if you think, like, hey, this government, I don't like it, you can always just move somewhere and just, like, sell your crypto there, not get taxed at all. Right. So, I find, like, if someone's taking advantage of you, you just move it on to the crypto NFT world and just cut them out of it. So, yeah, like, like labels, you can just completely dodge them just by having your own NFTs, right? So, this is a good, this is a good, people are really, really skeptical, and I'd say, fair, fair enough, it's skeptical, but yeah. look at all this good stuff, we're giving people freedom again. It does seem like he's giving power back to the people and the creators who are, who really should hold the power, not the, yeah. you know, the people sitting in the label office or the, you know, uh, Hollywood producers that, yeah, all that. It's nice to just bring it back to the people for sure. That's that's crazy. Like, yeah, maybe maybe I'll just get straight into crypto. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> I would I would recommend it after this podcast for sure. <laughs> if we don't, then uh, you know, in two years when <laughs> if it if it like spikes to like hundred thousand and like. A year or two, I'm yeah. gonna laugh at both of you and make fun take, of you. We're gonna have to bring it back in like a year, yeah, and be like, 
Yo, I bought crypto today because of you, and now, <laughs> look at me. <laughs> yeah. If you're broke, though, I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> Invest at your own risk. Oh, absolutely. And, again, this is not financial advice. This is just... This is, this is talk. us just talking. Learning opportunities. <laughs> Learning opportunity. As much exactly. as you trust me. <laughs> yeah, no, it's... uh. Hey, information's all good, for sure. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, my thing was I was... I was debating if I wanted to actually get, like, a coin right away or if I wanted to get a ETF, like a, B, like a Bitcoin ETF or something like a, a coin ETF. So I'm still ironing that out. I knew I wanted to, but I think I was going to start off with, like, something like an S&P 500. See where it goes. I'm actually not familiar with that stuff. Can you fill me in? Exchange-traded funds. Ah, okay. So it's pretty much just, like, a huge basket and it takes a, a majority of the stocks. Like blue chip stocks, and um, oh, you have to you're a lot less like active in the market. You don't have to really like you still have to look after it. You still have to trade it, obviously, but you don't have to be always just constantly with it, like active in the market, looking at your um your graphs and your fundamentals. Like it's a lot it's a lot safer route for beginners and people who want to get into the market but don't want to be so active in it. That makes sense. Yeah. So. Uh, and it just, it, like, right off the bat, like, you get the diversity and, like, the protection because it's, like, well, if I'm investing into, like, the S&P 500, well, I'm already getting, like, Apple, Tesla, and a lot of other things. Right. All right. And uh, it's, like, an 8% return typically every year. Oh. So you're, like, guaranteed a return. Oh, nice. From my, my knowledge, at least. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, that kind of reminds me of um, another cool way you can make money with crypto. It's a crypto bot. Mm. Arbitrage bot, I think it's called. Um, basically, you give money to, like, a bot, like, you buy, like, I think USDT or Tether or whatever, yeah. I guess it's the same thing, um, you, you buy it, and then it'll go, and every time the money dips, it'll just buy, like, a little bit, and then it'll go and buy, like, sell it all when it starts to go up, right. so, you know, it's kind of like a way you don't actually have to be engaging with yeah. the economy, yeah. you can still make money you, you just have to look, benefit off of it, yeah. give a little robot your money yeah and it'll make money for you yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. well that's smart i see that probably in the future like what you're talking about with s&p 500 just being like a cult like one stock you can buy for like a bunch of companies right yeah that's something like that happened with crypto is like you can buy maybe it would be like an nft and then it's like a investment in a lot of different cryptos or something like that like a portfolio NFT index is what I'm yeah. hearing. Ah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet you there probably is a term. <laughs> oh, that'd be so cool if they had that. Yeah. Like you yeah. bought every single NFT, right? Yeah. <laughs> or like the major like blue crypto. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, there was actually like I was looking into some like specific cryptocurrency ETFs, and there was one. Um, there's like a comp company in Canada. I still have to do some more research on, but it was. An ETF just prime, um, primary, primarily for um, just Bitcoin, and I'm pretty interested into it. But I have to do my due diligence before I make any some hasty decisions. And that so should almost be the uh, do your due diligence. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Due diligence. The biggest part for sure. So I guess our lesson for today is make your own decision if cryptocurrency is something that 
is for you or isn't for you. Understand both sides of the coin. No pun intended. Um, don't spread negativity or judgment if you have no knowledge on the topic. Absolutely. Because, like, it's really just, like, with NFTs, too, it's like, yeah, how much hate and, like, not, like, negativity and, like, terrible feedback is getting from people that don't even understand what it is. It's like, you really can't state your opinion. Like, you don't, like, you can't, I'm not saying you can't state your opinion, but, like, <laughs> it's hard for you to claim that something is so bad when you don't even know what it is. Absolutely. You don't, because I was like, okay, what's an NFT? What does it stand for? Like a lot of people at work trying to art, like argue how it's such a bad thing, and they, they just raise their eyes like I actually don't know. Yeah. For sure. So, yeah, it was great to have you on the podcast. All right. Thanks for having me. Definitely, move man. into the important, move into the important disclaimers. Our logo, our logo concept is done. We just need to turn into a JPEG and get it properly formatted. We may get a professional to finish the logo. We are still deciding. Our audio interface came in, and our mic quality sounds wonderful. It should at least. We're ready to post on podcast platforms, just figuring out some things still. We do have the intro, outro music for the podcast. We're ready to have both casual and professional guests, so stay tuned. We're still experimenting with a lot of things, so please just give us feedback. Let us know how we can improve in the comment section. Critique us. Let us know how we can be better and suggest any topics you'd like to hear us talk about. And for the outro, thank you for listening to our podcast. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day, your week. We look forward to seeing you in the next episode. If you have any questions, ideas, concerns, please let us know in the comment section. We, we are always trying to upload better content. Currently, our posting schedule will be on weekends. We're going to post one episode for now and then move towards two. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok. Instagram is Unrealized Potential Podcast, no spaces. And our TikTok is Unrealized Potential, no spaces, which will be staying in the description. See you on the next episode. Nice to have you. Thank you. Keep nice to out. have you, man. Oh. Hey, you want to plug anything before we close her up? Your own uh, social media or anything? Oh, no. No, thank okay. you. I don't want you guys to know what I'm up, what I'm up to. <laughs> Fair <laughs> Sounds enough. good. Okay, see you guys on the next one. Right, yeah. See ya. Right. Bye. Thank you so much for having me. That was so much fun.